another Teen URNF episode. As you probably can tell, it's another testimony and Q&A episode. And I have my good friend Audrey Sorge back on. If you guys are longtime viewing people, um, longtime get or people who like to view, you probably remember Audrey. She came on and we did a message back in September at the beginning of the school year. And now she's back on to finish out the school year and share her testimony. I love that she's back on. Hi, Audrey. Welcome to another or welcome back. Hi, it's so good to be on. I love this podcast. I love listening to it. And it's crazy because that was September and now we're in May and it's like the end of the year. And it's a little sad because I feel like that went by so, so fast. But I'm very glad to be on. Thank you so much for inviting me. You're welcome. And when this goes up, it'll be June, which is just crazy. I know. Oh my goodness. Just like a few weeks left of May. Yeah. (laughs) It's exciting. I love it. (laughs) I know. Are you ready for me to ask you the four famous questions that I ask everybody who comes on to share their testimony? Oh, I'm ready. Okay. (laughs) You sound ready. Oh, I'm ready. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. The first question is, where do you wish to live one day? This could be anywhere. Okay. Well, I feel like realistically where I will end up living or where I would probably want to go. Um... That's very hard. I say, okay, let's just say traveling anywhere. If I could live anywhere, it'd probably be Italy. Because mm. I, w- I would love to travel there one day because I, if you know me, I love pasta way too much. Oh my <laughs> it's like my soul food. I need it. <laughs> well, I'm not that, I'm not addicted, but I love it so, so much. And it'd be like so cool to travel to Italy or someplace warm with like beaches and stuff like that. Um, or I feel like realistically, like in the US, I would probably live, I mean, it'd be cool to live in California uh or i don't know i love colorado i love where there are mountains so probably colorado and i have a lot of family there i that's probably my answer i know i gave you like five different answers but i would say (laughs) those are my top (laughs) there's your top there you go my job okay (laughs) question two is what do you often like talking about like what is your go-to conversation piece when you meet somebody new or you're talking with a friend or whatever well i would be probably I mean, this is probably a cliche answer, but probably talk about God if they're a Christian, uh, talk about their walks with the Lord. But if it's like a stranger and they're non-Christian or maybe just, maybe they are Christian or whatever, mm-hmm. I would probably talk about their hobbies uh, or just kind of their background, where they're from. Um, I think my go-to conversation, I just love talking about like similar interests that we both have. Uh, I think it's really fun to like fangirl over things that we <laughs> both have interest in uh, or movies and shows we watch like, oh my gosh, have you watched that? No way, I uh-huh. have to. Not a lot of people watch this. I don't know. It's, it's a really fun <laughs> uh, conversation to have when you find out, oh my gosh, you knew this person mm-hmm. or you uh, watch these things or you like doing this and I don't know. I think that's a really fun, you know, way to get to know someone. Uh, so I'd probably say that's my go-to. Or just honestly talking about the Lord. I can go on for so long. The Lord. Yes, it's, totally. It's amazing. So I would say probably that in the second is, you know, just conversation starters of like, what's your favorite this, that, everything. Nice. Nice. Okay. <clears throat> I So those are those questions. And now these are, the last two are like... Um, okay. Christian kind of question. So, cool. who 
<laughs> Who in the Bible would you like to meet when you get to heaven? Not Jesus. Man. <laughs> I know. I have to tell God. <laughs> no. I have to tell everybody because that is their. Yeah. Uh huh. Um, that's very hard. <laughs> I feel like I don't know why. I remember listening to your other podcast and having someone in mind, but I totally forgot who it was. I'm trying to remember. Um, I feel like it'd be really cool to meet. I think Paul. I have always loved Paul. And That's a common I, I want to, like, if I could have, like, a Q&A with him, like, if I could have a podcast with just Paul, like, what you're doing with me, I would do with Paul, because he has such incredible stories yes. and testimonies. Like, he been, he's been through the best things in the world and the worst things in the mm-hmm. world, like, and I would love to just, like, sit down with him and talk to him and meet him and say, what was it like? And... I mean, I don't know if that will happen or not in heaven, but I feel like it would be great to meet him considering he is just so, he was so committed and mm-hmm. so just drawn. He was, he was so, it was something well, so yeah. unbelievably, you know, incredible. Uh, so I would probably say him. Um, mm-hmm. I feel like if, I don't know, I feel like the people, uh, or even the strong women in the Bible, I would love to meet them. I would love to meet Esther and Mary. Uh, mm-hmm. Mary Magdalene even. I don't know why. I, I would love to meet her uh, and just so many I don't know. I would, all of them all of them, why not? <laughs> but uh, I would say probably Paul and then some I don't know, other strong people in the Bible so I'll just say Paul, yeah Nice. Yeah, Paul's a big one that a lot of people, and I can't wait to meet him too. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm so excited we'll have like loads of long conversations. Yeah. <laughs> have you ever gotten the answer of like Adam or Eve, where it's like, if I meet Adam and Eve, I would go up to them and say, what were you thinking <laughs> when you looked at that piece of fruit? Looked. Like, why? <laughs> but I know. No, I, I, I feel bad. I bet they got that kind of stuff all the time. It's so funny. I know. I don't know if I've ever had somebody say that on the podcast yet. I think you're well, first. <laughs> perfect. There you go. I don't know. I feel like it'll be worth it. I don't know. Mm-hmm. It'll be fine. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know. Last question. And this is a vague answer. And you'll see why. If you've listened to any of my podcasts, you'll <laughs> probably know what I'm about to say. Hmm. What, what will you say to Jesus when you meet him face to face in heaven? Um, well, there's the sarcastic part of me. It would be like, or the funny part of me is like, I made it. I did it. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like meeting Jesus, I don't, I feel like all the questions I have right now on earth are the things I'll want to say when I get up there in heaven and I meet him, I'm just going to be in awe. I feel Mm -hmm. like I'm not even going to have to say a word, but be in full reverence and the presence Mm -hmm. of God. Because I've been in moments with him on earth where I felt him tangibly his presence and just being overwhelmed by that and imagine being in the actual presence of God mm-hmm. um, and I feel like I'm probably not gonna say anything too extreme or a great one-liner I just feel like uh, I would be like it was worth it it was worth the time and the effort and the tithing and the sacrifice and the surrender it was worth using my teen years right now for you i'd rather you know i'd rather have spent them on you than the world and i feel like when i get to heaven 
I am going to remember the times where it was hard to sacrifice. It was hard to surrender. Mm-hmm. But I would tell him, you're right. It was worth it. It was worth it to, to give it all to you because I get to be with you forever now. Mm-hmm. And I actually got to see the impact of my surrender and my dedication and devotion to you, even if I was judged, you know? Uh, yeah. So I feel like, I mean, I have no idea what I'll say uh, when I see him, but I feel like that's one I could probably say where it's like you're right you were right the entire time and you were worth it um and so I feel like that's what I would say yeah totally okay so now it's on to you taking over and sharing your testimony so you can go for it whenever you're ready (laughs) awesome well first I feel like with testimonies um for all listening on this podcast uh and first of all we love that you're on thank you for coming on and listening to this testimony whether you know me or not um i'm very glad you popped on and listened but i feel like the thing i first want to encourage to you guys is your testimony is powerful um whether testimonies aren't done uh it isn't supposed to be it's beginning with this and ending with this i feel like exactly it, it always began with when you were born and even before then god had a purpose for you and he knew you before even in your mother's womb you know if it says that in the bible then he had purpose for you and he had uh plans for you even as you were being created um and so i feel like that's very important to realize if you guys think that you don't have purpose in life or you don't have a testimony that's strong enough to impact people you actually do um you can honestly just share that god saved me god showed me himself at even at a young age i feel like i was i have the regular christian home experience when i was little um but yet that was a blessing and a testimony of being born into that family and being uh, knowing my father before a lot of people have uh around me and so that's an incredible testimony to share but i just even want to encourage you guys that are listening uh whether that's little things as if god helped me from my depression god is helping me uh get over a, a death of a loved one and helping and giving me peace and patience and kindness like 99 percent of the time people are going through the exact same thing you're going through uh and so sharing your testimony uh is so powerful and it's how you can move hearts uh god says that in the bible like people say that in the bible like your testimonies are powerful um and so even me sharing mine i hope you guys even feel encouraged um because it wasn't easy living i mean in the times that i have but i know it was worth running back to the father every single time so if you're in a hard situation in a hard time and you feel like how am i ever going to get through this god has good plans for you it says in jeremiah for i know the plans i have for you plans that will prosper you to give you a hope um and so always remember that always remember that and so i think beginning with my testimony uh I don't even know where to begin. I feel like I was always, I was born in a Christian home. I was raised mm-hmm. in a Christian environment. Of course, I wasn't higher for God. I was in the classic, I want to fall asleep in these sermons, you know, like <laughs> go home and eat food. You know what I mean? It wasn't mm-hmm. that I disliked God. It was that I wasn't set up lazy or I didn't meet God for myself yet. You know what I mean? Uh, yep. And so I had the same values my parents had. I had the same culture, but I didn't have, you know, I wasn't set up lazy. I haven't truly experienced God. Now I remember, well, I, I used to move around a lot. Uh, do It wasn't because we're huge travelers or movers, but because where we felt the Lord direct us to. Uh, and 
the opportunities and plans that we have set for ourselves, such as my parents getting new jobs and family and all that sort of stuff and friends and friends and uh, different opportunities. And so we I was actually born and raised in Kansas City, Missouri, um, and then we moved to Colorado Springs. Uh, actually, I don't really know the full reason we moved there. I know we had a lot of family there and uh, my dad was freelancing. So we moved there and stuff like that. We were only there for a year. <laughs> and and we wanted to stay there longer. The middle school I was at, it was interesting. I didn't really, it was, you know, I can't even describe middle school. Middle school is just a, it's just a journey. <laughs> it's hard for mm-hmm. everyone. You're not the only one if you're in middle school. It is a tough process, but just get past it and you'll do great. I'm so don't worry. Um, but I feel like when we were in Colorado, I didn't really know why we were there, but I loved being with my family. I had a lot of family there. I still do. Um, but my dad knew several people that are up in Michigan, such as Corey Asbury, Caleb Culver. We knew uh, the uh, Ryan, Ryan Betty Kondo. We knew the, the Davises, all the people that are up there. Uh, they were even city and so we've been traveling with them I mean not intentionally but we've been along their journey and known them for years and years and years um and so when we uh when they all kind of moved up to Michigan for Radiant they all got jobs there pastorships there and everything uh, my dad was just doing freelancing and we got a call from the pastor pastor Lee and say like, hey uh we want to interview you and everything like that and for this creative job and so my dad long story short got the job and we moved up to Michigan Michigan's kind of where the hard things came in for me uh it's where I was excited to have a new start in friendships and everything I didn't have family up there but I was excited to start new um and church was great I loved church I loved all the leaders I didn't have a lot of friends at church so I never my friend groups didn't consist there but I did have uh good leadership uh in that church but the middle school I was a part of was very toxic and it wasn't that I mean of course I was also dumb I was a dumb teenager and I didn't even know how I was just an innocent girl and everybody uh kind of was in the culture of uh know social media and dating and and popularity and I was like what's the point of this and and the friend group I was in kind of took advantage of me used me in different ways and it just hurt my emotions and I wish Mm -hmm. I could explain it all uh, even just examples but I really I don't want to come across as like the victim or anything here because we all go through those emotions and those Mm -hmm. friendships of uh even that just tear you down you got to be very careful with that the reason I didn't escape those sooner was because I didn't have any other friends in any other area so I'm like I being or else I'll be lonely and that's hard because a lot of people go through that where they are going through toxic relationships and friendships but they don't want to get out because they don't have anybody else uh, they don't have other friendships and so they're like I'd rather have friends that even use me or sometimes make me happy or sometimes you know whatever it is for you uh, they'd rather choose that than being lonely but honestly I didn't even realize that I could be lonely in my earthly friendships but be so treasured in my God relationship with, you know with Jesus uh, mm-hmm. and I didn't know that at the time and so 
uh, bold conference, if any of you have heard it, uh, it's, it's this conference they have actually in Kansas City. Um, and I actually, I le- I'm now living in Kansas City, if some of you know um, or don't know. Uh, and I go to the church that actually starts World Conference. And so I'm still very involved. I'm very involved in there uh, and everything. But uh, they would have it every year and our youth group would travel there. And every single year would just be powerful. And But in 2019, this is when we graduated from middle school. And I remember the last day of middle school for me in Michigan was just horrible because uh, I was going to a different high school than three out of my three out of three of my friends that is kind of consistent with my friend group um and they were all going to this other high school uh and actually one of them was supposed to go to the same high school I was going to but she wanted to go to the high school the other two girls were and so she did made this whole deal about going to the other high school and so now I didn't have any really good friends that were going into the same high school I was so I was like okay I want to make this special this last day special and they didn't even say goodbye to me uh, and they kind of disappeared and left off and ha- hung out without me. And that whole summer was very hard because, you know, we didn't hang out at all. And so I felt like I was ditched. I was like, okay. <laughs> and so I went to Bold Conference uh, at this 2019. And I remember being so encountered by God, like truly. And for some of you that haven't felt it uh, or experienced it or seen it, but I'll just explain it like this. I was just you know I I guess I can describe it being baptized by the Holy Spirit just being overwhelmed and fully inside and out uh, being impacted by the Holy Spirit and just falling over and speaking in tongues and just you know this incredible moment of encountering God and I remember in those moments uh, hearing from God that uh, I'm helping you I'm going to help you out and this this next year is going to be different and I was like I, mm-hmm. I wonder what that's going to be like I wonder is God going to, me, going to give me a new start in high school is he going to reveal things to me in high school are we going to move are we going to do this uh, I I mean of course I, I just in that moment I was like God's so good he's so incredible he took away my depression anxiety and insecurities that I got from those friendships um and I had a lot of trust issues because of those people and he's helped Mm -hmm. me over time get rid of them and trust people again and uh to care for people again uh because I didn't feel cared at a certain point in my time and so uh I just remember being so in love with God in that moment uh, and being so because by his grace things that I couldn't get rid of myself the impacts people have had on me where he just took it all away and I was so so grateful for him um and I remember I wonder how God is gonna help me this year and I wasn't gonna push and say God reveal it to me now but I just remember being in peace knowing he's got me he's my father Mm -hmm. even though I didn't know the answer even if I didn't know what was gonna happen even if I didn't know you know (laughs) if I was gonna have good friendships again I was so you know in love with Mm -hmm. God I knew that's all that I need my friendship with my God and I feel of course like Abby I feel like we didn't really become good good friends until even when I moved, which is a little sad, but I, I know of course, we were we were friends. Like I feel like at bowl conference and we hung out in bowl conference a lot, which mm-hmm. I loved. And so you've always been a good friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but since I didn't see you a lot, like of course that's why I didn't mm-hmm. like have uh, you know strong friendships in the church. Uh, and I have some other people I'm closer now to in the church. 
of Radiant in Michigan, sorry if I didn't clarify, uh, that I didn't have before because I feel like God has also helped me grow and helped me reach out and helped me, you know, go to places and still have friendships uh, and not look back and say they weren't there for me. These people weren't there for me. Instead saying, no, I, I know God is is still restoring and so good and everything like that. And so, um, but I, so I'm still, I'm so grateful for the friendships I have now uh, in Michigan, but back then I didn't really have any. And so I'm just, I'm so grateful that I do now. Um, but mm-hmm. continuing my testimony, I remember coming back from Bold Conference and I told my parents about the experience. They loved it and everything. And then I remember the following week after the conference, my parents mm-hmm. told me, we're going to homeschool you. And so they're like, we don't know. We felt it on our heart. We also hated the culture because not only did I have a hard time, my brother was being bullied and had so many terrible experiences at that school where we like, we can't take this anymore. And our other brothers were starting to hate it too. And my other brother was going to go into middle school and we didn't want him in. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, and so my parents were like, that's why. And also we feel like on our hearts, we should and so I was like, wow, turning things around. Like you're you're putting you're <laughs> taking me out of this environment. Yay. And I don't know if, if that was genuinely like all God, but I feel like that was God because he was he saw me and he heard me and he was helping me along the way. Um and then a week later, my dad gets a phone call and it's from some people that are from Kansas City and they're like hey, uh, we have, we have a job for you. And my dad never reached out to them. My dad wasn't looking for a job. We thought we were going to stay in Michigan for several more years. Uh, cause we were not planning on moving anytime soon. We've been in Michigan for like three, almost four years and we were not planning on moving. Um, but he was like, we, we have a job for you. We'll give you supplies and technology and everything you need. If you want to work with us in freelance, you can live anywhere. You can stay in Michigan. You can come to us. You can move anywhere. You, you can honestly do whatever. You don't need to be here in Kansas City. And so we were like, well, what does this mean? Actually, my parents came and talked to me before the boys, <laughs> my brothers. Uh, <laughs> they were like, he got this opportunity. We're going to pray about it. We're going to see if it's right and if we should move, if we shouldn't, anything. And they prayed for like a week or two. And they felt from the Lord that we should move to Kansas City. You should accept the job. And we're like, wow, okay, let's do this. And so it was a matter, we were actually planning on moving like a couple months after that decision. Uh, and so we're like, ah, and we also had a dog at the time. With, I love dogs, but our dog went <laughs> like crazy everywhere all the time. I did not see a single inch of our house without hair which thank the Lord, we, we actually don't have that dog anymore, but um, <laughs> so we don't have a lot of hair in our house anymore, but it was like very hard to move and everything in that situation. Mm-hmm. And we didn't wind up selling our house until like October, which yeah, it was very tricky. It was a hard process, but we ended up moving in November. We came to Kansas City in like mid-November, which was incredible. I was so happy. I got reunited with some of my old friends um, and I remember in that point of time being so grateful. Uh, and then we wound, we wound up, we weren't actually going originally to Radiant Church here. We were going to go to this church called Foreigner, uh, which is 
is linked with by IHOP, International House of Prayer, all that sort of stuff. Um, and we, we went there when we were younger, but we decided, actually, let's go to Radiant. Let's try Radiant. And I remember just being, wow, I love this place. And I knew some people. And uh, then I just wound up, we just wound up going there every single week. And I got involved with the youth group. And then COVID hit. Bleh, very, <laughs> not good. Not fun. But I remember in that moment, even of COVID growing and my friendships, um, and it was just incredible. I met the most wonderful people and I have the best friendships I have right now in this moment. Uh, and of course my journey is not over and my testimony is not over yet, but I remember like being so grateful where God said, I'm going to take you out of this. Like, don't worry and no matter how much time it took it was like the same promise he delivered to the israelites when they were enslaved in egypt like i'm gonna bring you out into a promised land that you may not know when the time is and all that sort of stuff but i'm bringing you out and and, uh for me it was honestly to kansas city and i haven't met any toxic people that have influenced my life yet and i am just beyond grateful and bold comments 2021 we had our own uh, watch party because of COVID, which is really, really sad. But this year we're having it, by the way, if you guys don't know, uh, which I'll talk about in a little bit. But uh, I just remember encountering God again, full conference 2020, and then just being on fire. I remember uh, then wanting God giving me the gift of preaching. And so I preached my youth group and they were like, "We, oh my gosh, you were, you killed it. It was my first time ever. And my youth pastor was like, I actually, normally I give, uh, you know, tips to new people that are like in students that are preaching, but I have nothing for you right now. Like keep doing it, keep writing, keep doing this stuff. And I'm like, no way, this is crazy. And then uh, we, I don't know. I just remember then starting the school year off, just on fire for the Lord and starting prayer meetings. We have a 6.30 prayer meeting, uh, our time. So in Michigan, it's, it starts at 7 30 uh, and if you guys ever want to hop on like literally connect with abby and she can connect to us uh we have several people leading uh it's from monday through friday and of course i think it might change during the summer um but we'll see what happens but the school years we are doing monday through friday every day just prayer and teaching and whatever that is and different different people are leading every day and so if you ever want to join us you can contact us but uh we just we lead prayer meetings with my friends and it's just incredible uh and just to see god's movement activity in my life of course i'm not saying ever since i moved to kansas city it's been rainbows and butterflies and perfect things of course it's been hard but god has persevered and helped me grow in so many areas and so if any of you are going through depression anxiety things where where you've been impacted by toxic relationships in your life uh or whatever that looks like like please like no Know that God sees you where you're at. God knows exactly the plans he has for you. He knew them when you were in your mom's womb. And just know that that things, like when it comes to relationships with God, that's all you need. A relationship with God, just pursuing him. Even if that, even if it means people judge you at school, even if that means like nobody understands you fully, even if that means you feel lonely at times or whatever, whatever trials and things you, you are going through know that your relationship with God is so worth it. Even what I talked about before with that question, what would you say to God and Jesus when you see him? Uh, know that it's worth it. Your time is worth it to invest in God rather than those toxic friendships. 
uh, and just know your heart is important. Um, and so that's honestly just my testimony. I feel like even now, every single day, I'm realizing how important God is. Um, and we're approaching Bullet Conference 2021, and now we're having it here. We're actually having it at a different venue, which is actually where our church is taking place. Um, and I am one of the speakers at Bold Voices this year, so I'm very, very excited for that. I think it's going to be an incredible journey. Um, but if any of you really need uh, even just just prayer, uh, go to Abby, go to someone uh, next, like near you, someone you uh, that that just means a lot to you because those are very important. Don't ever think you're alone in situations. Don't ever think that they're not going to get over, that God's not going to help you through it because either God will help you get out of it or he will walk you through it. He, he's never left you alone. Um, and so I feel like that I would just end my testimony story with that uh, where it's still proceeding, it's still going. Yeah, I go through trials all the time, like all the time. Uh, and I... I still know that my God is good. No matter what you guys are going through, know that, believe that, believe you can see miracles in your life, believe that God is good, believe that he will always be good, and he was good, and just, just he's incredible. Just know that. Um, and so I want to encourage each and every one of you that are listening um, and be inspired by testimonies and and also be willing to share your own because that's really going to move hearts and uh you have power in your testimony by the word of your testimony um and so i'll just say that uh and if you guys like i don't know if any of you guys are going to bold conference i would love to see you there but if not uh i don't know i just feel like bold conference really changed my life and if you guys are going it's going to change yours too it's absolutely incredible uh, and so, yeah, I know I've talked to her a little while, <laughs> so I will end my, my testimony there. But honestly, that's just one of some of the things that God has done in my life so far. And just know that I don't, I don't know. I've just learned so much from him and I know it's going to be an incredible journey, whether I go through terrible stuff, great stuff, whatever that is, that I have a friend beside me no matter what. And mm-hmm. yeah, I'll just say that. <laughs> well, guys. I really, um, I, you know, what Audrey said, if you do need prayer, go and reach out to people around you. Reach out to mm-hmm. your youth pastor, reach out to your parents, reach out to whoever it is around you that you know is a believer and reach out. I mean, mm-hmm. it is so crucial to reach out to those that you know personally. And, um, and I just, Audrey, I'm so glad that we're best friends and I'm so glad that you got to come on and share your testimony. Um, and I hope that for everybody who's listening, that that did, that the Lord spoke to you through that, you know, it's testimonies, like Audrey said, are very, um, very impactful. And the reason why I have them on the podcast is for that reason, because they're so powerful mm-hmm. and there's people who are, you know, they're like, well, I just grew up in a Christian home and I just, you know, it's not, I never went through like this hard thing. That's okay. Those little Mm -hmm. testimonies that are so basic that we think are basic are powerful in and of themselves. So that's why I do it. And I just love having um, a wide variety of people who I have on. And if you guys have been here since the beginning, um, you've listened to probably all of them. You can see that they're so different. Some are like, I had this horrible experience and the Lord saved me or I just grew up in a Christian home and I got saved at 12 you know all these different little details and that's why I love getting to do it and so Audrey I'm so glad once again that you got to be on and share your testimony and 
I hope for everybody that you guys enjoyed it. See you next month. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye.